Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. Welcome to this week's show. So, I'd like to do a little housekeeping before we get today to, to today's topic. I'd like to remind you that if you're interested in furthering, having furthermore, uh, let's start again. If you're interested in hearing more about diff- different topics uh, regarding the educational sphere, um, I'd like to recommend that you listen to Buffy Williams show. Her show is on um, is on Tuesday nights at 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And once again, this show is always on on Thursdays at 2 p.m. Mountain, 1 p.m. Pacific, and 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a live show. If you have any questions or would like to talk to me, I have Zoom up. We do use Zoom as a chat program here. Please give me a call, 1-646-558-8656. That's a U.S. number. That's through New York. Your long-distance charges may apply. Or if you'd like to email me, my email address is Erica H, that's Erica with a K, at newheightseducation.org. So today I'd like to speak about something that I hadn't heard much about beyond the odd commercial, you know, the one-off commercial on TV for medications. And this is called non-24 sleep-wake disorder. Um, I had, like I said, heard the name before, but I didn't quite understand what it was, and it intrigued me. So I thought I'd do a little investigating. What is non-24? Um, non-24 sleep-wake disorder is caused by disruption of our body's internal clock, which is a cluster of nerves in the brain which regulates our circadian rhythm. 
Many blind people suffer from non-24, although sighted people can suffer from this disorder as well. Um, it actually can be very disruptive. I was surprised to discover how disruptive of people's lives it could be. Um, and I think it's really unfortunate for folks that suffer from this disability or disabling um, um, disorder. So individuals with non-24 go to sleep later each night and wake up later the next day. While many of us may have, have had moments or days where we stayed up late one night and woke far past eight in the morning, those with non-24 experience this phenomenon continually and involuntarily. Eventually, their sleep schedule travels around the clock. If someone falls asleep at 11 p.m. one night, they may fall asleep at 2 a.m. the next night. This delay progresses until they fall asleep later and later. So basically, what happens with this is a person ends up falling asleep later and later throughout the night so that they wake up later and later. Eventually, they will succeed in um, making their way around the clock. So you could have a have a um, instance where you fall asleep at 2 p.m. Um, in fact, right now, um, in the afternoon where we are in the U.S., and wake eight hours later, and, you know, you are now on a night schedule, whereas everybody else is on their their sleep schedule. You know, your your period of being awake is when everybody else is asleep. As you can imagine, this can be quite disruptive to various things, which um, we'll get into it in a little bit here. So why does non-24 happen? Um, as mentioned, non-24 uh, disorder is a result of disruption to the body's circadian rhythms. The internal clock takes its cue from the light and dark cycles of the day. If the brain cannot register light through the eye, a person's sleep pattern can become erratic. So a couple of things on this. Um, you you can suffer from non-24 for a couple of reasons. One, your eye, your eye itself can be damaged, and so it's unable to take in light. Or two, your eye is taking in light, but your brain is incapable of translating that light or understanding that light. So it's your brain itself is not able to tell you, hey, it's light outside, it's time to wake up. Um, by and large, we time ourselves to the 24-hour-a-day cycle. Um, we wake, generally speaking, when there, it's light outside or a light source is, you know, provided. Um, our body naturally is supposed to wake up um, and start slowing down once the sun goes down because you are losing that light. Um, that's how the body trains itself to function throughout the day. Um, now, of course, we have a regulated 8 to 5 um, schedule 
most of the time, at least in the U.S. we do. But in theory, this is how the body is supposed to work without the outside influences. So, but again, if you, if you're either you're suffering from a brain injury or an eye injury where your brain cannot tell the time of day, um, due to a, a lack of light, things can get a little confusing, um, when you try to, to figure out when should I be awake? When should I not be awake? You know, um, and it's, it's very complicated and it makes life um, a little bit more difficult for people to schedule wise. Let's put it that way. Schedule wise, it makes people, it makes things difficult for people. So um, I'll be talking about the conditions that can cause non 24 besides the ones that I have mentioned here um, just now. But first, I'm going to take a break so we can take a look at what NHEG has in store for us. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. So we are speaking about non-24 sleep-wake disorder. And last segment, I was talking about a little bit about how non-24 affects your sleep patterns and when you go to sleep and when you don't and how that results in a disruption in your life. Um, other conditions that can cause non-24, the body does not make enough melatonin, which melatonin is the... Um, is the thing that helps you sleep. It doesn't, um, you, so your body doesn't make enough of that in order to help you sleep. So again, this could dis disrupt your sleep cycle. Brain damage, which I mentioned, but in addition to be doing, uh, due to an injury, it could also have to do with tumors or other issues in the brain, not necessarily in injury per se, um, developmental issues such as autism and the autism spectrum. So if your brain is having developmental issues, actually, like I do, I have a, a developmental disability. I have learning disabilities, although I don't suffer from non-24, but those types of de developmental issues can cause non-24 depending on the type of developmental issue it is and where it is in the brain. So that's another um, consideration, especially looking at autism and the autism spectrum. So what issues do people with non-24 face um, 
in their lives on a day-to-day basis. So the first thing I thought of and I took a look at was sustaining employment. We talk a lot about employment and unemployment here on this show for various reasons. I wanted to point this out because non-24 is such, I won't say a rare um, disorder because I, I can't, I can't say, you know, that it's strictly rare, but I will say that it is a different disorder because it's so unpredictable. Um, Because someone with Don 24 has an unpredictable sleep schedule, it can be difficult to find work that is not a traditional eight to five job or one that works with employees, unusual sleep patterns. Now, again, I can only speak with uh, reference to the United States as it's my primary um, familiarity, but most jobs here are run on an eight to five schedule or some other consistent schedule, um, eight hour schedule. For a person with non-24 who won't know when it is they're going to sleep or when it is they're going to wake up, committing to a schedule, unfortunately, is difficult. And that's through no fault of their own. It's their body. And as much as a person with non-24 would like to be able to control their sleep, um, their sleep schedule, they don't have, really have a choice. Um, The ADA, the Americans with Disabilities Act, says that employers should make accommodations for any disability. We've talked about before in past podcasts how that's a great idea in theory, but in in reality, getting accommodations from an employer or an employer's ability to accommodate someone with a disability can be difficult um, and a lot more complicated than the ADA makes it seem. For a person with non-24 who really can't predict exactly when their sleep schedule, you know, is going to occur, it makes it hard for them to obtain a job because they can't tell their employer, well, I'll definitely be there at this time. And on the employer's side, it's difficult to make um, accommodations for folks that, you know, they just don't know what their schedule is going to be like for from day to day because of non-24. Um, there, therefore, it, it makes it difficult for folks with this um, disorder to find employment that can match their, their ever-changing schedule. Um, and that, that's really unfortunate. And I hope that there are improvements to the ADA and to employment in general um, that can accommodate more people with differing disabilities so that we can all contribute to society. Um, Sustaining relationships. This is also hard for a person with non-24. 
Um, it's difficult to plan events with friends or to or to maintain a romantic relationship if your sleep patterns don't match up with those around you. Again, this is similar to what I talked about as far as work in that. At One Day University, we feature hundreds of top-rated professors from Stanford, Harvard, Michigan, Texas, UCLA, and other schools across the world to explore history, music, politics, art, science, and much more. Every Wednesday, our weekly scholar newsletter includes five fascinating short video clips of our most notable professors discussing a brand new topic, plus special reports and topical debates as well. Sign up for free at OneDayU.com. That's O-N-E-D-A-Y-U.com. Most people work during the day, and if you have to sleep during the day, um, you could, I mean, if you have to sleep on a rotating schedule like people with Dawn 24 do, you could miss out on a lot of things. Happy hour with your coworkers, um, lunches with your friends, um, you know, meetings with a romantic partner. Um, for example, you may be asleep in the middle of the afternoon while your partner is wide awake and vice versa. Get togethers with friends are missed because you, you fall asleep and it can be unpredictable. So maintaining a, a romantic relationship, especially when you are tired is is extremely difficult um not only because of missed dates or um unable to plan outings together just in general um imagine living with somebody and having to be on almost two different schedules i can imagine would be extremely hard um I know people who work night shift who do it, but, you know, and they have told me that it's not ideal. So I, I really sympathize for folks that manage to, to have a relationship, but do so under these circumstances. So before we continue with the issues um, affecting people with Don24, I'm going to have a break here from a, for a word from our sponsor, Silicon Valley High School. I'll see you in a moment. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. All right. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. And we are discussing non-24 sleep-wake disorder. We were discussing some of the challenges that folks with this disorder face every day. Um, let's go ahead and continue with that. Missing appointments. Um, many people with non-24 come late to appointments or miss them entirely. Doctors' offices can be inflexible with their schedules. Government offices follow strict work hours. If you are some, uh, if you are someone who depends on public services, missing appointments with a caseworker can cause government 
the government to terminate your benefits. So a couple of things about schedules. Um, as some of you may know, I've mentioned previously in other podcasts, I used to work in a doctor's office um, trying to find appointments for folks um, in a busy doctor's office can be challenging just on a normal day um, uh, for various reasons, depending on the specialty, um, depending on the doctor. It can be a few months for an appointment, a few weeks. Again, it depends on the situation. Um, but this is for somebody who has a fairly regular schedule. Um, it can be that long. Um, for somebody who has non-24, I can imagine that for them, you know, they may have an even dif more difficult time because they may fully intend to keep an appointment. But if their sleep schedule changes and they fall asleep during that appointment time and wake up later, then that's, you know, I mean, it's not their fault, but often when, when they have to call to reschedule an appointment, um, the doctor's office is once again, three months out or so. And so it can make dealing with doctor's appointments very difficult. Um, I can imagine that if you need regular care, especially for a disability, um, like I do, like many people with disabilities do, um, this can be very frustrating. Um, I know that trying to find the correct doctors in your area and then scheduling an appointment in the best of times can be very um, difficult, very uh, challenging. So someone with non-24 who can schedule something and try their best um, to be, you know, awake and aware, I can't imagine what it must be like to them to have to wait, you know, several months and then unfortunately miss an appointment. Um, similarly, if you happen to be on government assistance, which a lot of people with disability are, um, if you have non-24, you may end up missing appointments with your government caseworker, with the Health and Human Services Department. Um, this could be um, honestly devastating in some respects because this could cause you to lose your SNAP benefits. That's your uh, supplemental nutrition um, benefits and, you know, Medicaid because you have to recertify about, you know, twice every year. So if you, if you miss those appointments, it can delay your case or, you know, your, your case can be terminated, um, for non-compliance. And I know, um, honestly from experience that it's really hit or miss if the government's going to be lenient with those guidelines. 
So I can really sympathize on that, that end of things. And, you know, if, if you have non-24 and are struggling with either of these practices, I really, really sympathize with you guys because keeping, keeping track of your appointments when you're disabled, especially is, is not fun in, you know, on a regular day. And I can't imagine when you, uh, dealing with it, when you have that extra impediment, um, so general misunderstanding by the public. Okay. (laughs) Non 24 can come with stigma, like a lot of disabilities we've talked to here. Um, others may believe that you are lazy or are not trying hard enough to manage your condition. This is something that many people with disabilities face, but it can be particularly stressful when the disability is not physically obvious. Uh, again, non-24, you can look you can look absolutely just fine, but there is that trigger in your mind that tells you, oh, it's time to sleep now. But it may not be an outwardly visible issue. Um, on the other hand, well-meaning friends and family may try to give you advice on how to manage your sleep. Um, hey, have you tried drinking warm milk? Have you given up caffeine? Have you given up sugar? Have you, um, do you exercise more? It'll tire you out before you go to bed. Um, you know, are you on a sleeping medication? And after a while, these this advice, this well-meaning advice, however gently given, can turn into an irritant because more than likely a person with a disability, in this case, a person with non-24, um, has tried those things and those things have failed for them. So, you know, slapping a bandage on something and saying, oh, this will be okay if you just, you know, um, avoid caffeine. It's, it comes across as a little, um, a little easy, a little, not patronizing, but, but just uh, unaware of the bigger problem underlying, um, underlying, you know, that's, it's a deeper problem that this person is facing that can't be corrected with a quick fix. Um, again, while these suggestions may work for someone with a normal circadian rhythm, it is important to remember that people with non-24 cannot control their sleep cycles without medical intervention. So, With that said, what treatments exist for non-24? Phototherapy. This is when a patient is exposed to a bright light in the morning and wears goggles in the evening in order to readjust their circadian rhythm. This only works with those who are sighted. Remember I told you that blind people suffer from this, but in some cases you can suffer from non-24 even if you are a sighted individual. Taking melatonin. Taking melatonin throughout the day may help you adjust your sleep cycle. 
Always discuss medications or supplements with your doctors before taking them. Um, this isn't something that I would, if you have non-24, this isn't something that I would recommend just getting off the shelf and taking without discussing it with your doctor. Um, just because you do want to let him or her know uh, that you're taking the medication so they can follow your progression on the, you know, as you take it, you know, see if it works for you. Um, <clears throat> pharmacological medications. So again, this is something you would get with a prescription. Um, your doctor may prescribe a medication which, which targets the area of the brain that controls your sleeping and waking cycles. Again, that's that section of nerves in your brain that is in control of when you fall asleep or when you wake up. It may, your doctor may decide to offer a prescription medication um, that can correct that. Um, again, always talk to your doctor before taking anything like that. Always discuss side effects, if any. Um, but those are some of the ways that you can manage Don24. So living with non-24 can be difficult. In some cases, your schedule can be altered to accommodate, uh, to account for the disorder. Um, taking online courses if you're a student. Um, asking for out-of-class testing. Um, homeschooling, which, as we know, NHEG does wonderfully. Um, <clears throat> and they also, of course, offer alternate class options. Um, things like that. Um, asking for out-of-class testing. I do this myself because of my CP, not because of non-24, but I find that a quiet area is helpful to me so I can understand why someone with non-24 might choose that option. Um, it is always worth inquiring whether or not a job or school has accommodations in place or will be able to accommodate you in the future. So, you know, you don't know until you ask. It's And it's difficult to ask. It is difficult to ask your boss, you know, hey, I have this disorder. Um, can, can we work something out? It's difficult to go through all the paperwork that you have to to get your school to accommodate you for various um, disabled, disabling disorders. Um, these things are not easy and they can take a lot of time. So hang in there and just pace yourself and realize that at the end of it, you, you will gain, you know, what you need in order to function and do well. Um, <clears throat> So that is our episode on non-24 sleep-wake disorder. I found it very interesting. Um, again, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, this is not something that I would normally consider, um, but I find it extremely interesting, and I hope you did too. Um, once again, if you have any questions, please email me at erikah at newheightseducation.org. Similarly, if you would like me to cover a topic that I have not yet covered, please give me an email. 
Um, otherwise, I will talk to you next week. Have a wonderful week, folks. Take care. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings. At One Day University, we feature hundreds of top-rated professors from Stanford, Harvard, Michigan, Texas, UCLA, and other schools across the world to explore history, music, politics, art, science, and much more. Every Wednesday, our weekly Scholar Newsletter includes five fascinating short video clips of our most notable professors discussing a brand new topic, plus special reports and topical debates as well. Sign up for free at OneDayU.com. That's O-N-E-D-A-Y-U.com.